All the singing and dancing of Can't Stop the Music, but none of the fun. Jamie, yep. let's go watch Fame. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. I am one of your podcast hosts. My name is Jamie Lorello. On the other side of things is DP McCambridge. We're here to see enthusiast. I feel like you were jazz handing when you said that. I hope you were. We, we get together every now and again to talk about a movie from the 80s. And tonight, today, whenever you're listening, that's what you're going to hear us do. Let's talk about a particular movie. This movie fresh out of 1980. This is why I didn't ever see this movie. Yeah. This is a 1980 movie. I was just a baby. We were a little I wasn't young. I was going to watch it this. in the movie. Yeah. And then as I got older, I think I do think that if I had watched this in high school, mm-hmm. I was into I was into theater and speech and debate, which was like performing it wasn't like debating. Um so I was I was like a theater Wait, nerd. I would have liked this Hold on. in Wait, high school. Speech and debate what? was a performance? I guess it was. Yeah. I guess. Okay. It was it was speech and debate forensics. So we did um Ooh, I, I You put on your white coats I, and you, you went into the crime scene and <laughs> Doesn't it sound like yes. that? Sounds like we should have. <laughs> no, we we performed like you did yet the, some of the categories were like poetry and prose where you would like read like poetry. So it wasn't debate at all. Well, there was an aspect of debate and there was an aspect of speech. Like somebody uh, uh, on our, a friend of ours on the speech and debate team, she was a speecher, I guess. And she would like, she, she would always, we'd go to all these competitions and she would speak about, I think it was cheerleading females and cheerleading was her thing. Uh I don't remember, but I did, um, duo interpretation so i had a pal that her and i would do a scene from a a, a play okay. and that's what we did it was like five or eight minutes long and what was remember. the play but we, what was the play um it was called las hermanas by kathy najimi and mo gaffney okay and we actually we did very well we were uh number one in the state of pennsylvania and what we went to yeah about? and we went to um to Topeka, Kansas for nationals and placed 13th at nationals. What? Out of, sure. I'm assuming, 50? Well, I mean, it was Topeka, Kansas. No, so. no, no, but I mean, it's nationals. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a team from every state? Yeah, what? Well, no, but you, like, Jamie, it was, just it was, it was intense. Just yes, say, it was out of 50. Those Alaskans' asses. Alaskans don't know. They don't know. So anyway, wow, with that so background, exciting. I think I would have liked this. Yeah, it was exciting. It was high school. Yeah. It was so fun. So you, you know, really could have been in the drama department of this fame school. Well, that's what I liked about there was an aspect moments of this movie where I felt because in high school, especially. Well, I don't know if so much for you, but yeah. at least for me, um, you you did have these moments of like wow I'm a creative you know my I'm you just felt like you were on the peak of of well I guess in some ways who you are sure. about to become but on, on on the peak of your like creative blossoming yeah. I guess no, I, I you think, know I think that this 
You know how in, in high school they have the option where you can go to a technical school? Yes. I wish they had something like a fame school where you would spend half of your time doing your whatever, reading and writing and, and math right. and regular high right. school. But then you could go and it was for people that were maybe into the visual or performing arts. You could yeah. you'd take a bus and, and this is what you would do because you would you knew that that's what you wanted to do. Don't you think you would have enjoyed high school in a different way if this I is what you were into? I certainly would have because yeah. like, I would have a free period. So what I would do is I would go into the art room and I would just and that's do where you would, my, you know, work yeah. on my stupid art projects and stuff. And, you know, yeah, to, to do more of that because in my <laughs> high school, there was like, it was just a class called art. Like there wasn't even computer graphics like, or photography nothing. or anything like no, that no 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 it was just art oh, no. where you would paint and you would draw and you would whatever <laughs> and it was all just one classroom they're like there's a there's we got markers yep. we got sharpies we got that's you went to school in pennsylvania right kind of not would you call it rural where you went to high school yeah oh yeah yeah there were yeah, a lot of trucks in that parking yeah lot. yeah yeah so before i moved to pennsylvania in for ninth grade. Right. So in high school in New York, um, you could go to like your zoned high school, like your local high school, or you could apply to these different like kind of spe- specialized high schools. Mm-hmm. Like my brother went to one in New York that was for smart kids because he was very smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did apply because we moved. Well, I moved. My parents moved me and my grandparents mm-hmm. in ninth grade because that's just the thing. You would apply to these schools right. and then you would go to them. But typically you had to get a bus and a train and go into the city just like these kids did right. in this movie. My very loving, very protective parents couldn't see innocent me, who really I, I'm glad they let me, they allowed this to happen. They did not allow me to go and pursue, I think it was John Bound, there was a school for writing that I had applied for and that I got into and that I was right. going to go to, but didn't because yeah. I moved to the Poconos uh. and went to Pocono Mountain instead and loved it. That's where I think we talked about this recently we were together. That's where I found my hippiedom and sure, my, my sure. other side of myself. Sure. So it it really did. I don't uh, know, though. When we finished our uh, show in Philadelphia and you frolicked down the streets of Philadelphia <laughs> giving everybody high fives, everyone who would take them, you would give those high fives. I could see you. I could see you wandering the streets of Manhattan or wherever you would and go I, to school I think, and doing this. I think this was my parents' fear that I oh, would no, do no, exactly no. that. For so me, it's like, entertaining. For anybody put else, her in the it's a terrifying yeah. thing to witness. <laughs> yeah. You could have been snatched off the street at any moment. I know. Well, uh, okay. So, uh, all right. Well, then, I mean, I knew that schools like this existed, but I really didn't know anything beyond, oh, these must be a thing. And they are. All right. Well, it's fame, just in case people had no idea what we were talking yeah, about. in case or, they were just picking up context yeah, clues. Or what episode you hit play on, you probably read the little title which said the name of the movie. Oh, yes. before we get started, and oh, yeah, this, you is, got some this is digging back and back several months at this point. Oh. And I don't know how I got down this weird rabbit hole in IMDb, but I found myself on the Gung Ho page. <laughs> What a good page to be on. Yes. And 
do you remember in Gung Ho how there was that super attractive girl who had no purpose in the oh, movie? Oh, yeah. His girl. Only so they the... could whistle at her and yeah. Michael Keaton had apparently dated her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that girl. And I know we like to point out people that have been in past movies. She was in uh, the horror movie Waxwork. But. Oh. For all you patrons out there, she was the girl in Blame It on Rio. Oh. Yeah, not Demi Moore. No, the the other one. Yes, in Blame It on Rio. And we didn't know it at the time, and I don't know how it (laughs) – and I put that in my notes because it was so important. (laughs) You're like, I got to mention this. People got to know. Blame It on Rio – I mean, especially a patron should know. I think it's only because we're going to stumble onto – at least two, I believe, people that are in this movie that we've had in other. Well, we have a DC movies. cabber. Remember when she went to go perform for Ronald Reagan, and that's when you told me I could never do a Reagan impression ever again. <laughs> in the podcast? We do have to limit you sometimes. You have some great ones. No, no, I understand. But... No, I I get it. Okay. All so right. nobody will ever hear that again. Go listen to the DC Cab podcast. That was a fun movie. All right. <laughs> it was. It was. So, yeah, so this is Fame. We're talking about Fame from 1980. Yes. This is before the TV show. And I could yeah. – I understand why this was made into a TV show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that – and not to ruin my feelings, this is primed for a TV show over, let's say, a movie. Mm. The Chronicles, a thousand characters over four years. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> like this is perfect TV show material. I'm sure it worked well as a television show. Uh, from what I saw, it was successful. But so was this movie. So you know, what, what do I know? What yeah. do I know? All right. Well, um, maybe you know you can chime in with uh, if your brother's experiences really <laughs> come into play here. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> There was definitely not auditions like that. What is it? Just a bunch of nerds trying to do math together or right. speak French? No, there wasn't an audition they like didn't that. Hold up division <laughs> flashcards in front no. of your brother. <laughs> <laughs> or for some reason, he didn't just have to take a harmonica with him. <laughs> He's like, well, in case I don't get into the smart kids, I can just walk across I'll the hall. I'll just play the music. the music. Yeah. Kit. This movie starts with uh starts some, kind of intensely, right? Like it is what's, who's this very guy? Intense. What's he talking about? Cuz this ginger nerd who <laughs> I don't know, I'll just refer to as Red the whole time cuz yeah. these characters names are not important. Well, and they're hard to to hold on to. Like Coco, I realized that Irene Kerr's co- character name was Coco at the very end when at she's the very, with that weird rapey too. guy. Jamie, we have done this several times where you and I both discover a character's name at the same time in a movie, and it's very late, which makes me think they're not doing a very good no, job. No, no, because we are paying attention to this movie. Like, we're taking notes. Uh, and yes. if we don't note the name till the end, that no. tells me that you're not giving me enough to go for. Or at least yeah. a couple of the dudes I know, like the, the Ralph guy, because they say Ralph. his name a lot. I just called him Bandana most of the time, Mm-mm. but he gets rid of that bandana by, I'm going to say, junior year. That's yeah. the other thing. We go through four years, no character changes at all. No, no physical ast- attributes. Nobody no. grows a mustache or cuts Mm-mm. their hair no. or anything. No. This no. could take. <laughs> the this place could have been a span of four weeks, weeks for all yes. we know. 
This could yeah. have been just October at school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. All right. But anyway, so so this red-haired guy is introducing himself. He's talking about how beautiful his mother is. It's weird. It's very creepy. Yeah. You're like, like, I was like, uh, what is happening? But then yeah. you realize he's an actor and he's reading some lines. He's auditioning with this monologue. But it's for this school. It's a big school. In New York, performing arts schools, so you have the theater department, the music mm-hmm. department, and the – wait, what's the third? Dance. Dance department. How could I forget the dancing? I mean, they can. Not enough dancing for my liking in this movie. Way too much singing. I thought of that. I thought, I wonder if he's going to like it because of, you know, you surprised me with your love of uh, – can't stop the feeling or can't wait was it can't stop can't the stop the music music Jamie, not you the feeling. can't stop the music uh, i couldn't stop my feelings you but. couldn't but i mean the, but here's the difference i didn't know if maybe you would get a little right. tied into it for the dance and stuff but the characters obviously aren't nearly as no. colorful <laughs> as the can't stop the music ones like and i think that's Nobody's maybe what's missing in overalls with no shirt on no and if no. it's not Steve Gutenberg, why am I even why? watching this right. If Steve Gutenberg isn't trying to roller skate across, nobody roller skates in this movie. Oh, no, that's not no, true. Does. Leroy does. Leroy does. <laughs> Leroy does. When the teacher goes, what are you wearing? And I was like, he's wearing a shirt with his own name on it, lady. And it's not a shirt, really. It's like he's it's a, a very good... shirt. It's a cutoff shirt with his <laughs> name on it. And she's amazed by the roller skates. And I was like, you're paying attention to Wait. the wrong part of his outfit. Before we get ahead with Leroy. So so the beginning is this. <clears throat> it's the, all the auditions. Here's what I want. Sorry. Sorry. No, I, I go ahead. Interrupt, but, no, go but, you know, you were talking about how maybe this movie doesn't appeal to me in the way that can't stop the music. Mm-hmm. I was in to this audition sequence. Yeah. Best part of the movie. Hands down. Like, if it was just two hours of auditions, if that girl who auditioned with Leroy was in the yes. rest of this movie, I'd be yes. like, damn it, so I am wait. in. Because she is F-bombing, shit-talking. <laughs> She's so pissed when she doesn't it's get so in. Great. Can we talk about that? Okay, we'll talk yeah, about some of the of auditions. Course. So the first, the first, I guess, segment is, of the movie is the auditions. And we have yes. the creepy red-haired guy doing his mm-hmm. monologue that's just bizarre. When we meet Leroy, he is with, I don't know, who's his partner's name? Mulholland. Mulholland? Oh, that's something. Right. Something Mulholland. So she has to spell it out. They arrive for the auditions and she's she's clear that it's her auditioning but she needs him to dance with her but he's not auditioning but he's part of her routine and he's packed knives with him he He has so many knives he has to check a knife the woman has to check his knife and i love it how he's like do you want it do you really yeah and you're like what are you doing he's like don't steal this okay and then he opens his jacket to reveal 45 knives. And we in never there. really find out why. I thought maybe they dance no. with knives or he throws them like he's a knife thrower. That would be Nay. great. Yes. Nay. But no, he so, just takes off his clothes and all the ladies are like, this dude is. Well, in. <laughs> their audition, they go to dance. <laughs> and it really is because even one of the other, the one of the judges is like, she's terrible. Because she is. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. She's like chicken dancing. She's like it's worse than the Elaine. It's worse than the Elaine. She's just like it's crazy. And I and all he's doing is rubbing his crotch. Like he's he's got some dance moves, but then he's he's smacking his ass and rubbing (laughs) his balls all over the place. Like what is this? And 
I don't want to beat up on these kids. First of all, they're apparently in high school. All these kids are in their mid twenties, mm-hmm. but none of the auditions were all that impressive. Like no. all of these, every kid that comes up to do something, I'm like, well, they are clearly not in this school. No, they, they all got get in. in. Yeah, which is really crazy because, like you said, his dancing is not great, but he is putting on a show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's doing this. And that's why he gets in because yeah. – and he even says that's part of what he likes to do. He's not into school because he likes to be with ladies, I guess. It doesn't matter to him about learning. He, We find out later, poor guy can't read. I know. Um, so sad. But So there – she does – and then, yeah, his partner – doesn't make the cut and she's pissed about it. She F bombs her way out of that school and at him. Yeah, I Mah- agree. I could yeah, have Mahalan taken more of She yeah. calls it an ass licking school. <laughs> she's like, I don't want to be part of this ass licking school. She's mad at Leroy because. Well, Leroy kind of stole the show. And it's not as though he's. I don't understand the routine. Like, I don't understand no, why I she don't either. him. Well, he doesn't, like, lift her up like Patrick Swayze. Like, no, there's no reason They, like, for dry hump <laughs> each other for a little while. <laughs> and then they just are going off and doing their separate dances. Yeah, there's You're no... You're right in that it's just him shirtless, smacking his ass and looking back at these judges. And those ladies be like, mm-hmm, that's right. He's in. Yeah, it, this is we amazing. just want him there. That's all. He should just be. Yeah, he's in. Leroy. I gets do have in. to say though, they made the right choice. If yeah. I'm running a school and Leroy walks in, he's in my school because he's bringing it in a way that these other kids. Yeah, aren't. he adds a little something to it. I'll tell you yeah. that. What we also the, see uh, we see mm-hmm. a guy dressed as a jester for some reason. Oh yeah, <laughs> when they like, cut to like full get up jester he's got a puppet that's dressed like him <laughs> it's this is ridiculous a kid plays a violin mm-hmm. um and when he's done the music teacher's like okay uh great that was fine now this lady's gonna play notes on the right. piano and i want you to sing them back to us <laughs> why why <laughs> why and i like it the kid's like what i can't go that low <laughs> or i can't go that i can't do I can't, that yeah well, that's too high for me then she plays low and he's like La la la! <laughs> this, why is this part of the audition? He can I don't clearly know. play a violin very well. Is there any more that you need to know? And no. based on what these other kids can do, that kid should be there. Yeah, he I should mean, be. Well, I don't think he makes it. But what about the goofy Italian kid that reads from Romeo and Juliet? Do you remember that grease ball? I want to move with he and Mulholland just going to school <laughs> together. <laughs> Like, what school did they get into? Because I want to follow their four years. I do. <laughs> I, I did think that it was very funny when he's done reading and the teacher goes, oh, and by the way, you read all the girl parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, I guess, and also you could just show up. I mean, this is just an open call. Yeah. It appears anybody can wander in off the street. And what we Including, find out is. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. I, there's another student that I want to talk about. Please. So, I guess you can go into this school and you can audition for all of it. You can do the yeah, drama. Yeah, you, you can. If you're yeah. into it all, yeah. I want to talk about the girl who auditions for drama by acting as O.J. Simpson oh, in the yeah. Tower Inferno. She gets in the school because we see her later. <laughs> yes, she know. gets in. She does. I like it when she goes, I'm walking down the stairs now. I'm walking down the stairs. And now I'm talking to them and they're not looking at yeah. me, so I'm mad. 
<laughs> she's like, she's like explaining just, it just all. Just waiting, just waiting for the elevator. Yeah, just standing there. And then we keep coming back to her, and she's just standing, still waiting. And goes in, and she's like, it's really crowded in here. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. I'm glad she made that school. Me too. Me too. Yeah. No, she was wonderful. <sighs> Again, I wish because in the auditions now, I'm realizing kind of what they're doing, and I'm like, oh, I wonder who's. Co- who's yeah. co- who's you know high school years we're going to follow and I was hoping it would she would be one of them but me too because because you do get a sense that you're going to follow multiple characters yeah and but you, but at this point you're not sure who mm-hmm. and one character that I did not think we were going to follow was this very mousy girl in pigtails gets up mm-hmm. and her overbearing mother uh, tells her to sing mm-hmm. and she does a terrible job well she's Just, got. She sings with a recording of her brother playing piano. Yep. And she sings um, The Way We Were. Memories. Yep. She sure does. Light the corners up. Just like this. I'm doing a pretty good oh, no. imitation. You're doing better than In she did, and she gets water. into a performing arts school. Yeah. That's where I was like, okay, she- well, this is one of these things where uh, this girl doesn't look like she's going to do great, and then when she starts singing, she's going to blow us all away. Yeah, yeah she's going to be so shy, and then, yeah. yeah. And when she didn't, I was like, oh, this is a joke. Like the grease ball who couldn't do Romeo and Juliet. Right. But it's not a joke. No, she gets in. I, I don't understand. I think that the, perhaps the teacher who is our DC cab friend, um, he's the drama teacher. He Maybe he saw some potential in her. Wait. Hold on a second. The drama teacher's in DC cab? Yeah. <gasps> He is. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Irene Cara. I thought you were talking about Coco, who was in DC Cab. Oh, yeah. She is, too. She just gets picked up. That's why I was saying yeah. she gets picked up because she's singing at the White House. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it no, all he... comes full. You're right. Look it is this. him. And why does he just drop out halfway through this movie? I that know. That guy just goes away. I know. I know. Well, and P.S., let's face it, our favorite character, Leroy, doesn't make it into the class finale. You don't see him at that end. Do you see him? Oh I don't remember God, seeing him. Oh, my God, you don't. No. It's his last scene is when he's fighting with uh, Anne <sighs> Merle, Ben Stiller's mama. Um, or Mer- What's her name? Anne? I thought I it was don't Merle. No. That's the teacher, was- the English teacher. Right, yes, That's but she was a she Jerry was an Stiller's actress. Where I was like, I've yeah. seen her in a thousand things, I know. but I couldn't place her in anything. And so I was like, Do I just know her as Ben Stiller's mom? Like, she's but then Jerry's, I was like, I she's can't. Jerry Stiller's wife, and they did right. comedy together. And yeah, yeah, I know, but I know, I know but I've she is one of those her. actresses where you're like, Why do I know you? Are are you a distant aunt? Who are you? Because well, I went through and I was like, Well, she was in Sex in the City, and I was like, Well, I've mm. never seen that. And it was just, it was all these things that I know of, but I haven't so you seen. figured you knew her that way yeah right i was looking for something to jump off and to go oh yeah she played so-and-so's mom in this tv show but nothing really jumped out mm. to me but anyway she's a notable actress mm-hmm. that's in this movie and there aren't she's that the, many of them right in this no movie. yeah no she plays the english teacher and she's, she's doing also a great job yeah, Go she ahead. does do a great job. She really does. Yeah. Some of the other characters that we get to kind of follow, but then not. There's that Bruno guy. He's the guy that comes with all the equipment. He's he's kind of Irene Cara's like because he's got all the organs or the the keyboards yep. that he plays. Yes. So he gets into the music department, but he's kind of like anti. Like he likes to make all his music with his synthesizers and his keyboards and. 
That's because kind of again, it. they make him play a violin later for no yeah, reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why? Why? Why are you doing this? But you know what? Because they Who need to be well rounded in the arts of That's performance. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, it is four years. They're not going to let him just play synthesizers for. And four they years. they don't like it. They get annoyed with him. They're like, "That's noise." But his father is such a proud. His father, Bruno's father, is a cab driver. He's very proud. He's so proud. We'll of his see son. more of that pride that comes booming out mm-hmm. for our titular song. Actually, is yep. is played thanks <laughs> to Bruno's dad. Yeah, Bruno composed this music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't aware of that. Mm-hmm. And when did Coco? And do why the did we follow and, and Ralph and not Bruno? Why did we follow more of Ralph and and Lois Lane's cousin? Then or sister, then Bruno and Irene Kerr. I don't know. That's a you know what? That's a great because they supposedly have that same sort of like kind of flirty real relationship, but we don't get into yeah. theirs. A little no, not really, not no, as much no, no. as we get into the other two. No, and I would much because this just turns into the Bruno show after a while, and I was kind of not. You mean the Ralph show? At that point, the Ralph show. Yeah. Sorry, Bruno's yeah. the yeah because Bruno doesn't get thing. as much attention. Yeah. No, yeah, it does. No, he doesn't do anything. Yeah, it yeah. just turns into like, well, where's Ralph's life going? I don't know. Are we going to meet Richard Belzer? Sure. Of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't he show yeah, up? Yeah, he's going to be there. He's going to do a little stand-up for you. He's going to introduce and make a joke or two. <laughs> yeah. I looked um, at him and I was like, I didn't know Richard Belzer used to look like Howard Stern. But he looks <laughs> just like him. It's crazy. It does. It's the shades and the tall and yes. the long face. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I think that was all for the notable. I, I mean, think that's it. Well, we kind of talked about Ralph. So Ralph is um, Puerto Rican. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what he says, and I guess that's what he is. But every time he tells someone he's Puerto Rican, they're like, no, you're not. Because he doesn't so, really. Yeah, he doesn't really. He doesn't, he doesn't ooze. He doesn't that. ooze that. <laughs> he doesn't no. ooze Puerto He comes Rican, in I guess. at his audition. He's kind of all over the place, and he's talking about how he's here for his father, and he's he's imitating his dad. But we find out he's everything's a lie. Like yes. everything he he's, says, he's is a compulsive a lie. liar. Yeah, he thinks he's very funny. Like mm-hmm. everything's a joke. He does a terrible tap dance for the oh yeah with bottle caps on his with feet, bottle caps <laughs> on his Converse sneakers. Uh-huh. He plays the harmonica and hits the piano a lot when he's doing the music audition. But he finds that he's more interested in drama. So Mm -hmm. I guess you could just join that. Like That's what he did. That's what he signs up for, yeah. And then we're in freshman year and we get to see who's really in it. And is it – it's the freshman year where then we get a quick – all of the teachers telling you – like right. how serious this is and how yes. serious their particular. It's the most difficult. It's the most important. Like, right. You know, it's a fun montage of each teacher mm-hmm. of each school saying that to the students. And this is fun, too, because we, we get to see everybody showing up for their particular classes. Yeah, we get, we get to see nice, who made it. Yeah, we get to see some nice class montages and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated just for note taking that this movie does have title cards that we do see freshman year. Yeah, it was a nice year. way to kind of break up. It yeah, everything. Yes. Yeah, I but do. As like, we said before, do we need four years? Like, do we need to track their entire know. education? And if we are going to, like you said, at least let's see some changes, some different, yeah. maybe like hairstyles at least, yeah. and maybe some sort of growth. The characters to yeah, just pick three or four to concentrate on and give them something. Right. 
This does not need to be two hours and 15 minutes long either. Mm -mm. I have a question for you about something I wrote in my notes. Maybe you can help here. At the beginning. Okay. uh, Go ahead. No, no, no. No, I thought it was the great line. um, I'm young, single, and I love to mingle. It is not that. Okay, because Leroy says that, and that's why he's the greatest character it's a in this movie. It's pretty good line, yeah. We, yeah, Leroy does take issue with his English teacher. He doesn't oh, like yeah. it. Oh, yeah. He well, doesn't want to speak white, and mainly it's that he can't read. Yeah. I get and it. And I think he's like, homeless. Doesn't he go to the one... The, is he homeless? I don't know. <laughs> he goes to try to read, and he's like in this pile of trash. Like, and then he, he tells her a later, washing machine manual at one point. I loved it. I was like, no. this is such a touching scene where he reads an old discarded washing machine mm-hmm. manual. But he's in like a like he's in he's. I don't think he's has a home, and he says something when he argues with her. Later, like you don't even know that I don't have a place to go and read because I think several several times in this movie, characters climb over smoldering rubbles <laughs> to get places. Yeah, that's true. It does happen more than once. Because <laughs> Bandana or whatever his name is, Ralph does Ralph. it early on in this. Oh yeah, to get and back then, to the other side yeah. wherever he lives. South and Bronx later on, or whatever. like you say. For some reason, we just cut to a bunch of homeless men around a flaming garbage can (laughs) for a long time. And I was like, what did this movie turn into? But as you said, Leroy just shows up, sits under an overpass, and appears to be homeless. But then later he yells at the English teacher and he's like, I didn't go home. I never went home. You never asked me about that. And I was like, what? What are we talking about? For four years? This is your last scene in the movie, and I don't know where you live, and I don't Mm -mm. know what you're talking about. Mm -mm. And then I'm never going to see you again. You don't even get to be in the finale at the school. But neither was she. The teacher wasn't there either. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Like, you would think the English teacher would be clapping them along at the end. Like, yeah. Yes. Or that there would be some resolution. None of the teachers are there. (laughs) Slowly through the movie, every teacher disappears. (laughs) But why isn't why doesn't their scene end with him sitting down on the bench and talking about like I read that book you gave me or right. something or asking her for help or No, he's any, still mad at her. Any resolution. Well, and it's so funny cuz he goes to the hospital. He's told that she's at the hospital visiting her husband and he's like, "Hospital? What?" And you think it's going to be this husband. sensitive, like, yeah, why does she have a husband? And he makes a joke, like, yeah, of course she's sick. She's married or whatever. Or yeah. he's sick. He's married to her. And as soon as he gets there, he's he's fresh with her. He's like, you got to pass me. I got to, oh I God. can't not, I can't fail. And she's like, she's like, this is not the time. This is just not the time. And then. It's crazy. She is clearly sobbing over her dying yeah. husband. And he shows yeah. up. He's like, bitch, you better pass me. I need me. the grades. I'm going to be a dancer. And she does. I don't blame her. She freaks out. She's like, why do you guys only think about yourselves? And then he comforts her. He holds her hand. But like, I don't know. Like you said, then that's it. That's it. That's it. We never see him or her ever again. Right. And there's a lot of questions I have because when he says, you need to pass me, she goes, you should have thought about that for the past four years. I'm like, how is he passing every year? So wait. Why is he still there? There's a scene. The very beginning, there's a scene where he, I thought he got kicked out after his first class. (laughs) 
Because he, she wants him to read something. She's kind of rude about it. I mean, not Very the best rude, teaching yes. method, but <laughs> she wants him to read in front of the class. Clearly, he can't read. He throws a fit, and he goes out in the hallway, and he breaks a bunch of glass, and he's kicking a ton things. Of glass. He like throws this whole tantrum. Everybody in class is looking at each other, like, "What in the world?" Yeah. And she's trying to explain, like, "You gotta have this English. It has to be your background, no matter what mm-hmm. you're gonna do." And I thought he was going to have to leave school after that. And then I see him roller skating around in sophomore year. And I'm like, you're still around. (laughs) You're still here taking this class, flipping off your teacher as you skate away. It's a huge school. There's one English teacher. There's one drama teacher, Mm -hmm. right? Because she's the only one teaching English. Yeah. I'm like, lady, grow backbone like that dance teacher. Be like, hey. You don't practice, oh. get the fuck out. How about that dance? That was awesome. She was so slacky, though, that girl that she that kicked out. That girl was so slacky. <laughs> I was like, how did you get into this school? And I love it. The dance teacher's always like, you're not sweating. And she's like, I'm not really. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, no sweat. I love how she talks through the whole thing. Like, everybody oh, yeah. else is dancing, and she's just gabbing it up with She's getting all the gossip. Her. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's clear. What are you here for? Oh, my God. And her solution, I love it, is I'm going to fucking kill myself. Nope. I'll just transfer to drama. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to jump in front of the train. Just kidding. I think I'm more of the dramatic type anyway. <laughs> just, just walk across the hall. This is where I am now. Problem solved. Mm-hmm. At least I'm not pregnant or, I don't know, in porno films. Like, oh, yeah. this movie makes yeah. no sense. <laughs> That's right. All of a sudden, by senior year, we're all taking really dark turns. What it's about? It's so dark. That the girl guy... who's pregnant. That monologue, that pregnancy monologue <laughs> at the end, was great. <laughs> all of a sudden, so she's a rich girl that comes in like sophomore or junior year. She doesn't <laughs> do auditions. She gets in. Is she pregnant with oh, Leroy's man. child too? Like who's she's who's gotta she be pregnant? pregnant with Leroy's child. So she is this snotty, <laughs> blonde, white girl who is taking dance and is very rude to all of them. She's very uppity. Yes. And yeah, like towards the end of the movie, she's just sitting. And I thought she was doing a monologue at first. I'm like, oh, I guess she switched to acting too? What's yeah, I was happening? like, oh, she must have transferred with that other suicide girl. And they're both doing drama now. Because she's just like talking and there's, I'm like, oh, so she's talking to herself to just fill us in about where she's been these past four years. And then there's just a woman at a desk (laughs) with a nurse's hat (laughs) to let us know. It's like cash or charge. Like it is such a crazy reveal because she's sitting in clearly not a hospital or anywhere where abortion is. No, it's like. There is an elaborate staircase behind her. (laughs) And even the nurse, she's at like the desk, like, like a desk in an office of like, like a home office, not of like a a doctor's office. Right. Yeah. Like the front desk in a hotel or something. Yes. It's so weird. And just her no reaction to this insane monologue. Mm Mm-hmm. Just her about going, wanting to be a oh, dancer. Be a cash or yeah. charge. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, wow, this is, I wonder what's going to, nope, never see her again no. either. Mm-mm. That's the no. end of that. Yeah. I mean, at least we see Coco singing at graduation. Right. Because if we didn't see her, I would be like. Where did her career go? Right. I guess that porn film 
I guess she was murdered. Like, I would have no idea what happened at the end of that. And why did she continue? Why didn't she get up during all that? Like, you know what? That's a great question. Because she starts... <laughs> I just, like... And it's funny that I don't want to say that something that specific was never discussed in any of her drama classes, but wouldn't you think a teacher might bring that up? Like, if you go into an audition and it's just a single camera and a couch and maybe they ask you to take your clothes off, maybe don't do this. Like, I don't know. I would figure you would point the dangers or point to the dangers of that sure sure in your class in in one yeah. of those classes if it's a and performing right. arts school you want to be clear on yes. the things yeah i even tell mm-hmm. my graphic design students like i can even tell them at some point i'll be like okay if you get an email and it says this this or this there's a chance you're not going to get paid for that job so don't yeah do yeah it. yeah like, so even you gotta I point out those stupid dangers of the business Sure. And you're right. Like, she's just crying. Just crying. Yeah. Take your clothes off. And I'm like, this isn't your big break. Like, like you know that this is just. Yeah, you could just creepo. get up and walk away. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I wanted to see the conflict there. I wanted to see her because she seems like a strong. She goes up to Bruno and is like, let's make this happen. We got to. Mm-hmm. Oh, when did that happen? How did we overlook that? It's in their, it's in their freshman year. It's in their freshman that year. That they do their cafeteria chaos. That they go oh, crazy and just do that whole hot so lunch great. number. It is. It's right away. We're introduced it's, to everybody. That's Leroy probably freaks one of the better. English, yeah. And then there's lunchtime. Yeah. And there's a lot of singing. There's a lot of dancing. There's a lot of instruments. Like the cafeteria is just low. Because like you said, if you play it, you carry it around with you. So, (laughs) And my whole thing was I'm watching this and it's a performance. Like everybody is singing and dancing. Everybody. There's a guy with a top hat on. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And the moment, the moment I'm watching this and in my mind I went, hmm, I bet those drama students feel left out. They show two girls at a table dressed as like turn of the century peasant girls. <laughs> like, oh, all right, the drama students are in on this. They're too. there. Yeah, it's okay. No organization to that cafeteria, I'll tell you that. And I didn't see anybody eating a lunch, but hey. Well, this is important because Lucy Lane, uh, Doris, Doris, uh-huh. is that what we decided her name I is? I think okay. we, that's not a real name, but we decided Whatever. it. That's... We'll call her Doris or Lucy Lane throughout. See okay. past episodes. Well, wait, Supergirl hasn't come out. It's on Patreon or will be soon. So join Patreon and you can it's like a back listen to, to our the Supergirl thing. talk. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's like a back to the future thing. <laughs> it happened, but you don't know about it. <laughs> so she escapes. Like It is way too chaotic in this tiny lunchroom yeah. too. Like I don't know how they're all in this one single small room. Yeah. She escapes to the stairwell. Where she meets the red-haired kid from the beginning of the movie. Who's really weird. He's very strange. Very strange. (laughs) He was very flat in this. I thought, especially because his character does become like one of the ones that we see reoccurring in the four years. I wanted more like, I don't know. Growth? Be- development? Yes, more growth, Something? more development, or more like... Yes. So he comes from apparently some sad life. Some of that monologue he's doing in the beginning is, I guess, relatable to his real life because his mom 
He's got some apartment that is just in the city that his parents left him, right? Well, his mom is a famous actress. It appears that his mom is doing okay. stuff, whether it's Broadway. I mean, I guess it's not Broadway because she's always out of town. She right. must be on a TV show or a soap or movies or something because mm-hmm. students know of his mother. He's mm-hmm. seeing a psychiatrist or a therapist. but And I'm not saying this is the reason he's seeing the therapist, but it appears to be his main issue is that he's gay and mm-hmm. it's a problem. And it's an issue. For right. who? I don't know. But because he's in a performing no arts school. He's and I questioned. Yeah. I questioned Leroy's sexuality. That's what I was going to say. The movie. I thought Leroy was kind of swinging at all fences. And I didn't judge that. I just thought, you know what? You love it. You love everyone. Oh, of course. I'm not judging anyone. This He's movie single and he loves to mingle. He loves to mingle. It doesn't matter with whom. No. What I don't get about this red-haired kid is I thought the whole reveal at the end was going to be that he's not gay and that he he's really into Lucy Lane Mm -hmm. and he hates that she's now hooking up with Bandana. Right. He's jealous. Like I really thought that that's where it was going. No. But it doesn't. It doesn't go anywhere. He doesn't – and I don't want this to come out wrong. Like if he's going to be the gay one – then you want a little more of that flair. And that's what I mean. He falls flat. And in far Jamie, as we like, all don't have to be like assless chaps. No, I don't need Get, him to be assless can, chaps. But There are plenty of Anderson Coopers out there who are just living you're right, their life. You're right. You're right. I'll just call him Andy. Andy no, C. no, no. But I, it, it is funny that you're right. They give all the flair to, um, quote, unquote, heterosexual Leroy. Yeah. Yeah. They don't give any of it to any openly gay character Mm-mm. in this movie. Mm-mm. And by openly gay character, I mean the one that we know about. No. no. Like, I, I don't know. Like you said, it is a performing arts school. You would figure. This is your home. This is where you could feel accepted, yeah. right? This yes. is where. Yeah. You're living in. And I understand it's 79 slash 80. But mm-hmm. still, you're in New York City. At a performing arts school. And your mother's and an is, actress. Right, exactly. <laughs> and this is not, and I hope this doesn't come out as wrong, because I understand that it's still a struggle for some people. Oh, yeah, not... not but him. it just seemed like an odd characteristic to give a character in this movie, and one that we are just hanging out with for more than anybody else. We're with this guy all yeah. the time in this yeah. movie. He is around a lot. Way more than, like you said, the guy who plays synthesizers, or Coco, or... Yeah. Uh, abortion, or I don't know. I so love your tag th- names th- for some of them. Sorry, I could. That was great. Uh, yeah, the yeah, like let's go back matter. around to the girl that auditioned with uh, um, as OJ Simpson. How come we don't follow a little more of her life? How her four we, years. I want to spend time with her in her dorm room. Yeah. Yes. I bet she made some major transformations, and I bet she was even better at stand-up comedy than Ralph. Oh. Ralph, who has one routine, does a set, and then just does the same thing again the next night. But if he doesn't have everybody from his school that he invited, who's laughing? Then there's no one's laughing. And how hearty do they laugh? His friends think he is. Oh. (laughs) They're clearly actors watching their active friend. And that is the problem with Ralph the character is half the time 
I think we're supposed to think that he's the biggest creep and just Well, he such says a that jerk. that's part of his routine too yeah. is that he's an asshole, right? But really we're supposed to think that he is hilarious and yeah. I never thought anything he was doing was hilarious. No, he no. And I didn't I did think okay, so there were certain moments in this film and maybe it was that I that I felt, right? That I was like, "Oh." Okay. So yeah. when when he so he's something happens with his sister. So he's very close to his family or his sisters, right? Right. His mom apparently, his dad's in jail. Mom just takes it up with any men he she could have support him yeah. and the sisters. I don't understand his whole because he goes on this model, this sad little. He's very Good sad. Question. There's yeah, there's ahead. huge chunks of this movie that there's just sadness that we get to sadness, sit. Sadness, like yes. steeped in sadness. To yes. where it doesn't belong in a movie. It's like uncomfortable. This. <laughs> it's yeah, I just need another. Can you sing about it? Because that might yes. help me feel better mm-hmm. about it. Um, but he gets really sad about his sisters and one of them, I guess, the youngest, the five-year-old. What happens? So he goes home and we see him interacting with his sisters where he's watching TV with them, Spanish TV. And then he's not home. I think, is it because when they're going to see the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is a really yes. fun scene. Yes. So they're out watching the show and his sister's watching TV and she steps outside of the apartment. And all we know is she's calling for him. Yeah. And then, I don't know, the, I guess. And then the end, it is a weird scene where suddenly we see a child walk out of an apartment down the steps. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Where what am she I watching going? now? No, and you don't know. And then I'm like, and you don't really get. So then the next follow-up scene for that is where Ralph goes to church and meets up with his mom and his sisters and kind of yells at his mother and the priest and is like, you're not really taking care of this. She needs to see someone. She needs to go to a doctor. But what happened to her? I don't know. <laughs> Everything about this scene to me said that she was sexually assaulted. That's what but I thought. Nothing that anybody says. None of the words say that. <laughs> he said Nobody's... that she was hurt by an older man. Yeah, by a junkie, That's as right? much as we... Yes. Then he does talk about how a guy smashed her head through a wall at one point, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's had a rough one, this, this five-year-old. This a rough life. Why is this movie not about this poor girl? Right? And Yeah. yeah. It, it's so weird because he goes on a... Oh, it's so sad. It is such an overwrought monologue. Yeah. <laughs> He's crying. There's snot running down his face. Oh, it's, it's so. But so this is the moment I felt is when he, when it gets awkward. So he's so sad because he has this sad moment. And I don't think they've had any real romance yet. But then um, Doris goes and they, they're kind of like kissing. And it was very, to me, it was a very sweet feeling, very genuine sweet. moment. Where, like, I agree. Yeah, you kind of romantically connect to someone over their sorrow. Now, it, what gets awkward is <laughs> our gay friend Montgomery is still there, and he's just like, there, start making out. And this is his apartment. And he it's just, his, like, quietly apartment. leaves the keys for them and walks why does he leave the keys? Like, lock up when you're done, I guess? It was such a sad, like... I don't know. It was I very... read it as... Well, this is your apartment now. I guess I'm yeah. done. Like it is such a weird 
He does not need to be there. He does not need mm-hmm. to be in this scene. It's almost as though they were like, well, we can only shoot this in this kid's apartment. That's all we have for this day of shooting. I guess that's right. to take place here. Well, it's his apartment. He should be here. And let's let him awkwardly back out of the room just, the end. Well, and there's, I thought, so I thought it was him that originally, in, that the, it was Montgomery, our, our redheaded friend, yeah. that originally invited Doris to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. But then she ends he up did. going... But then she ends up going with Ralph and then later telling. Right. Now, I believe, and and I could be wrong here, but I believe he invites her freshman year. And when that happens, it's junior year or something like that. So Mm -hmm. I assume they've been there multiple times as a group. Maybe the three of them have gone before. Okay. Maybe sometimes she goes with Montgomery. I don't know. Okay. I didn't know we were going to see so much of Rocky Horror in this I movie. know. <laughs> they play long stretches of that movie. And yep. that is where I was like, this doesn't need to be two hours and 15 minutes. Well, yeah. one couple of fun things is in freshman year when we're in acting class and they're practicing mm-hmm. their screams and they're chewing and they're moving of their tongue. That's just fun. And that is really stuff, goofy stuff you do in acting do class. Do they? Okay. I really enjoyed that. I like the chewing and the tongue exercises yeah. and, and the just yeah. laying on the floor. Uh, yeah, I, I really thought that that was fun. I was like, this is probably real, but I'm not yeah. sure. But they I'll make bet you Jamie do can let me know. All kinds of goofy, like, exercises about getting into your, you know, just getting into yourself, into the realm, and not even thinking, and no judgments. And I don't hate yeah. that. I really No, of course. You, that's really why you would have gone into the acting that. portion. I, I know. If you were in the performing have. arts school, that would have been your thing. Oh, but, what about the guy? Yeah, go ahead. So... In the beginning, it might be freshman year, Doris has got some crush on this old, this senior guy who's going to go oh, off yes. to California to become an actor. He's got these auditions. He's signed with an agency. And then yeah. I think it's the junior, maybe even their senior year, where they're out to a restaurant and he's their waiter. It's and great. it's another sad, like, it's he's so like, oh, sad. yeah, uh, California, it didn't work out for me. Yeah. I like yeah. it when he says, well, I did some episodes of blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yo, really? And he's like, yeah, it's a soap opera. And they're so bummed yeah. out. Like, they're like, oh, a soap. Mm. And then <laughs> something else he did. And he's like, yeah, but it got cut. And they're like, like everything. It's just, and he just it takes their order. Like, except and they the order Princeton or yeah. something. Like that was the crazy thing. Cause he's graduating. I guess it's the end of their freshman year or sophomore year. Yeah. Oh, it's freshman year. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. So Lucy Lane, she's totally into this senior, this super mm-hmm. stud or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he signs her yearbook and everything. He doesn't remember yeah. her name. No. But he asks her, fine. He signs it. He gives her a kiss on the cheek. And, yeah. And she's like, oh, so you're going to be going to Princeton or something? He's like, nuh-uh. Hollywood's calling. I'm on yeah. my way. It's funny because it doesn't pay off then later. They, they do see him waiting tables. And he's like, yeah, the whole acting thing didn't work out. But there's no, like, hubris on their part where they're like, Oh my God, that's what could happen. Yeah, this could be us. We have the steamed clams. Yeah, they're like clams. Clams are the best. Yep. And that's, there's never like a follow through with like, wow, do you believe? Yeah, no. Yeah, I needed Mm -hmm. somebody to be like, wow, so that could really happen. So this, 
this could be us in a few years. No, right. uh-uh. Everything's going to be great. They know it. And let's face it, that redheaded kid can't sing that well either. Because when he sings at the very end, I was like, why? Why did we give him a solo? <laughs> why are you singing? Just because we've seen you? Couldn't you just yeah. do a monologue for two minutes? Yeah. I I don't know. He can't sing. <laughs> I, I'm so. How about when they're dressed like they're you know Russian refugees and they're sitting in the snow outside? <laughs> what are they doing? She's what are pretending. they doing? I don't know. I have no idea what they're doing. Because the the other great thing about this movie sometimes is. I cannot tell when people are themselves as the character or when they're performing a skit. Their delivery and the way that they act are the same. Same Mm -hmm. Like when Bandana is crying about his sister who is beat up by somebody, that could have been when he's taking a shit on a stool in class. Oh, yeah. He does do that. I don't know. I I can't tell. I can't tell when they turn it on and when they turn it off, which is... That's the beauty of acting. There is no line. They are the... Like, she gets upset about something and she goes, I need to channel this feeling into my acting. I need to remember (laughs) this so that when I'm acting... Because that's what it becomes. Yeah. But Bandana does pretend he's taking a shit for yeah, his... Yeah, that's during for, one of the classes. Thing. And I mean, his pants are down. Yeah. His bare ass is on that stool, that classroom yeah, they're around stool the ankle. that mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. are going to use. That's disgusting. And they didn't have Lysol wipes then, I'll tell you that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that guy mm-hmm. from DC Cab needs to put a stop to this. He should have, but he doesn't. It's sophomore year when... Yeah. Um, P.S. Sophomore years, besides the shitting on the stool thing, yeah. is that when he re- when Ralph Bandana guy he recreates his sad memory? He's got some connection to Freddie Prince, oh and all I kept thinking God. was Freddie Prince Jr. For some reason, I was like, "Who cares about Freddie Prince Jr.?" But it's I was not. For him to go, and she's all that. It just oh, it was just a bet. It was just a stupid bet. Oh but he God. reveals in their acting class, they have to, and they, again, they do do this at acting classes where they like reveal and come to terms with yeah. your most vulnerable, mm-hmm. saddest moment. And his has to do with Freddie Prinze. It is so, um, it's so random oh. and crazy. But I was when, thinking, oh, go ahead. Sorry. So besides when they pretend to be two Russians, there's another scene when Doris is with the redhead kid and she's pretending to be blind. She has walking oh stick. stick. <laughs> She's walking with a little tin cup and somebody yeah. puts like a quarter in it. And she's like, what? Who did this? Why would they do that? <laughs> Who did? What? Well, I guess I'll buy you a coffee. Like, what? This is well, because so this is when he confesses that he's it? gay. And this is yes. an issue for him. And she's blind. <laughs> she's pretending to be blind. Walking around the streets. Blind. It is. This movie's crazy. Like, this movie well, has some really great ideas. But I... There's so much nonsense in in between. Now, this is when it's in their sophomore year after this has gone down. She's walking blind. That now our titular song is played. And so Bruno's dad. Wow. We don't know. And again, I wish we would have seen this. I guess Bruno and Coco have been collaborating on music together. Right. Would have been great to see that. 
but we Two don't. Two people Instead, who, as you see... said, should have been the main characters of this movie have been collaborating. She comes to him their first day of school, I think, and is like, "It was I'm after the hot band. lunch thing. Let's start yeah. a band. This mm-hmm. is going to be great. Let's do it. Me and you will start a band. I got tits." Whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, we just need to get a few more people. We got a band. It's great. Yeah, I just met true. you. This is cool. She's real proud of her tits in the beginning, but when the guy wants her to show those tits, <laughs> not so much. You know what, Coco? Come down on one side of the argument or the yeah. other. Either you're proud to have them or not so much, okay? <laughs> you want to show them off to a band, but not some creep with a camera in his apartment? <laughs> Come on, make up your mind. Oh um, my god! So, so uh, okay. So, Bruto's dad is so proud of this collaboration that he yeah. plays the song "Fame" out of his speakers that he's had installed into his taxi cab. And before we know it, the entire school pours out of the building and is dancing in the street. They're all they're coming out, arms waving. There's oh, a yeah. huge traffic jam. First of all, the entire song plays. This mm-hmm. scene should have ended many times. Like multiple times this scene should have ended. Like you said, in the other dance scenes Something. that we saw in <laughs> I keep comparing it to can't stop music. Please. Because you wanna, can't stop. Let's talk about that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I know you do. There is no, it's just a lot of people dancing. There's definitely some cool moves and some cool costumes. There's cool people playing instruments, but it's all so much happening it's at chaotic. once. Yeah. yeah. It's just Which, chaotic. Again, Plus, a guy gets out of his truck. He wants to fight the kid's dad. He rips yeah. a speaker off the car. Yeah, there's like, a fight that there's goes a down. Fist fight. It, it's, yeah. it's nonsense. It's there's no reason for this. Like, it should have been more fun than it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And speaking of tits and nips, how about yeah. how these kids, these boys, in the boys' room, oh. if you stand on the stalls, I guess there's like a window. You can just look into the girls' room. Yeah, and check we it out. see this a couple times. But this is mm-hmm. when they're talking about the new girl, this blonde girl who ends up pregnant. Oh, yeah. So these guys are up there looking, and there's this chubby kid down at the bottom trying to get up. And he's yelling. He's like, I wrote it down because he's like, does she have pointy tits and nips <laughs> like razors? <laughs> what? What? This is lines of dialogue from a dance movie. And nips like razors. Nips well, like I razors. Mean, it's it's crazy. They're eventually I think that's caught. What nipples look that. like before you be like, isn't that like a prepubescent boob? Would be like a nip. I don't know. Maybe don't get into the details on wait, that one. Wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> now, Jamie, you're a lady, so you know more than I do. But well, I don't know I, if <laughs> nipples are ever razors. Here's. But here's the thing, and I don't want to divulge too much in case I don't want to judge, but if there's pedophiles that listen to our our, our podcast. Wait, I hope you're not afraid to (laughs) offend the pedophiles. (laughs) Not offend them. I don't want to get them all hot and bothered by having a conversation about children's breasts. No, no, you're right. Yeah, all these kids are supposed to be in high school. You're right. That's a good, that's a good point. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, all right. All right. 
Okay. Oh, uh, also, Leroy won't wear tights to class, which is weird because oh, yeah, he won't up to dance class. His second year of school. <laughs> and I guess it's because I don't know what he he just is free to be Leroy. I guess that's what else. What do you wear in dance class otherwise? I don't know. You don't you don't put Leroy in a corner. I know that. No, you don't. Ralph and Doris finally do get together. I think that's official during senior year or junior year. Sorry, junior year again. Bruno and and Coco, I guess, are still going strong, but this is when Bruno's dad drives her home. But again, we don't see so much of them. I'm no. just seeing hold what's... Hold on. Sorry. Sorry. There's some things that happened in sophomore in year. In sophomore year that I just glossed yeah, over. Sorry. I, I don't here. want to... Um, when Doris has to go sing at a child's birthday party. Oh, that's pretty great. Yeah, her mom doesn't let her go out because she's like, I booked you a performance. Like, you have to go. It's our friends, and they want you to be at their birthday party, and it's like this two-year-old's birthday party, and she's literally just singing happy birthday. She sings so badly. And these children, they all start crying. Crying. These kids are crying. Like, it is an appropriate reaction to how she's singing. But Mm -hmm. it's so weird that this is a part in the movie. This is when she was supposed to go to Rocky Horror, but she doesn't because she has Uh, to sing at this kid's birthday party. At the birthday party. And then she gets to go the following year, and that's when she gets stoned and gets up there and dances with everyone. And, yeah. There's also uh, Red performs a monologue about being gay. And he says the line where oh. never being happy isn't the same as being unhappy. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so sad. This movie is yeah. so sad, There's like, a lot unnecessarily. Of, it's very melancholy at times. It's, yes. very, it's very teenager. You know how when you're a teenager, all of a sudden it's like, I don't know, hmm. just doomsday, sad. Sometimes you maybe weren't that kind of teenager. But at times so you get into this, like. So you're saying that it's an accurate portrayal of teenagers. I think at times. At times, at certain okay. times, right, yeah. That's fair. This is also where Lisa, I don't know why I wrote Lisa's name down. Lisa is the dancer who doesn't work that hard. Oh, it's when she's going to jump in front of the train. <laughs> right. This is when she's told to leave the class, like just drop out by her teacher. Yeah, and, that teacher yes. is not nice at all. The teacher's just like, yeah, listen, you just don't have it. And yeah, you should you don't just have, know that now. You know, uh, better I tell you now than, you know, you find out later. The yeah. teacher is great. Because she is just no nonsense. She's yeah. even in there, like, getting ready. Like, bitch, I got a class to teach. Yeah, Let's get this she's, like, moving with. along. I have to tell you, I got inspired watching her. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I guess that's how you have to handle shit sometimes. She's just yeah. like, this is it. She does do a little, like, sigh at the end, like, when right. she finally yeah, leaves. she does leave, yes. Yeah. The whole time I, I love thinking, it, too. She's like, she's like, what am I going to tell my mother? Tell her to call me. I'll explain everything. <laughs> right. And the whole time I'm like, why isn't the English teacher doing this with Leroy. Like, yeah, well, is Leroy how is Leroy still out? there? I agree. How? Totally agree. Yes. Yeah, but she doesn't kill herself. She decides to transfer to the drama department. Yeah. And that's it. That's yeah. it with her. That's yeah. it with that character. Nothing yeah. else. Um, oh, also, I have a question. This is the very last scene of sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Leroy is walking down the street and a bunch of dudes pull up in a car and start calling him gay or use gay slurs. 
Yeah. When yelling at Leroy. And did you see these guys in the car? Because they're the same guys that drove him to school the first day. Uh, so I think that's it. I think that I think that was it. So when he first got to the school, he was playing it cool for the audition, like he's not going to get in. But then when he got into the school, now yeah. it's a performing arts school. So these dudes he stays with thinks he's right. gay because he's oh. in a performing arts school. But they did drive him to the first day after he got in. Yeah, but then I guess, you know, All he's right. wearing roller okay. skates and dancing. Did they think he's they not... were dropping him off at football school? I guess. No, oh, oh performing God. farts. I don't know. Performing farts. <laughs> Way to go, Leroy. <laughs> uh, no wonder you're not wearing tights. You got to keep that ass open <laughs> gotta for the Keep it fart. loose. Keep it loose for your farting. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, anyway, there's uh, like, as we said before, bandana. Uh, Lucy Lane and Red Hair, they're all best friends. Like, they're all, I don't know if they live with him there. I guess they don't, but they all just hang out. They hang out there a lot. We watch uh, Coco sing an entire song at a piano. Like, there are stretches in this movie where people just sing and we have to watch it. We have to watch the whole song. Well, and unfortunately, the songs aren't as lively or as catchy. The the titular song is famous, but right, yes, mm-hmm. and the hot lunch song I kind of like because that it's just fun. fun and funky. It, but the yeah. other songs they sing feel like I've never watched the movie High School Musical or anything like that. But they feel like they are being sung by performance. You know what I mean? Like they have that feel like oh maybe if you're in this performing arts school this is meaningful and beautiful. But if you're watching this movie, you're so confused by where everybody's. What's going on? This song is just taking up space. And you're like, oh, this is why it's a two-hour-long movie. No, you're right. right. No. Because, yeah, Hot Lunch or whatever, like, that could have been in Greece, too. That could have mm-hmm. been performed by the village people. That but the final rest of song, this is just, oh. That, that final finale, song is terrible. It, I mean, it had moments where, again, I was like, okay, if I was in the audience of a performance mm-hmm. arts school watching this and when the chorus is singing and they're they're all dancing i could see where you're kind of like moved by like wow look at all this talent in this room right now all these kids singing and dancing and the music and the instruments but watching it in a movie as the end scene it wasn't climatic and climatic climactic climactic you gotta put some syllable in there i was messing all right right. You can say right. it either way. Or, you know what, climatic. Ways. It wasn't like there was a climate change happening for me. It Nothing. was just... <laughs> no, no climate changes in this movie. Or <laughs> with other characters, like if you were related to that red-haired kid and you heard him sing at graduation, you'd be like, he spent four years doing this? Yeah, this How, is, what are you studying? This is the payoff? Yeah. And what about all the other kids that are just there? They don't get... Yeah. Solos. They no, don't get anything. Even Doris didn't get a solo. She sang happy birthday at a birthday party, but she has no. to sing her, her heart out yeah. with the chorus. <laughs> they showed her at one point. I went, why is she in the audience? I thought she was oh, yeah. on the other side of the stage. Because she's with that big group. I love how her mom's always got her little flash camera with her. She's always taking pictures so with that. So crazy. So after this, uh, Coco gets a ride home. You talked about this briefly mm. um, from Synthesizer's dad who, you know, had his cab decked out with the whole, you know, speakers oh, right. and all that. He's <laughs> so proud of his son. This is a crazy thing. She says she lives in this, like, super glitzy apartment, which clearly mm-hmm. she doesn't. But mm-hmm. he drops her off. And she's getting out. And this cab driver's like, hey, you know, you make my son really hot. Yeah. <laughs> So creepy. <laughs> She's like, uh, yeah, no, I, I, you know, I get a lot of uh, people 
excited with my music. Yeah. <laughs> this is so awkward so and uncomfortable for this kid uh-huh. sitting in the back of this cab. But even, again, I would like to see a little more of their yes. little romance then. Right. Or them writing songs. Because that's another thing. We see this romance kind of happen between Doris and Ralph. And then mm-hmm. Ralph kind of takes off for a little while with this stand-up career. And really, Doris is just kind of supporting him. Where it would have been more interesting to see these two that are songwriters and figuring this stuff out together, you know. There'd and be in- something. Mm-hmm. Other than Ralph in his... I think second stand-up performance being like, you don't know what it's like in the industry. (laughs) Like, Ralph, come on. You did this for the first time yesterday. Can you not play like a strung-out heroin addict right now? It's everything. Well, I do like it's by senior year that we learn that even sometimes their dreams are not all they're meant to be. Like Ralph became – he was – after two nights, he was a successful comedian. Oh, my God. And realized <laughs> so that this was not all it was cracked up to be. And then at the same time, <clears throat> the next scene is where Coco is. That was creepy. So Leonard Cohen comes creepy. up to Coco at a diner and is like, I, right? I love this guy. <laughs> I love this guy. He introduces himself as Francois Lefay. <laughs> what? I was like screaming at the TV going, Coco, this is porn. Yeah. Like I can smell it a mile away on this How guy. How do you not? Yeah, he approaches her at a diner and it's like, you're beautiful. I must have to contact your agent. And she's like, I don't really deal with agents. No. He's like, oh, great. Come here for the <laughs> screen like, test. Oh, I hear you about those agents. Like, yeah. This guy is slime lady come on you gotta see it you gotta see it but she doesn't even when she's walking up to his apartment it's clearly an apartment she's (laughs) like where's the crew he's like oh i'm a one-man show i do with mediterranean style whatever that means which is i guess slutty and um yeah next thing you know he's like all right look in the camera and she's totally uncomfortable she's crying like we said but she does and that's creepy too because she's crying and he's like Oh, yeah, that's good. It's so <laughs> creepy. He's like, uh, yeah, do you mind, uh, like, sticking your thumb in your mouth? And, yeah. uh, you know, you're like a schoolgirl. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, it, it's Coco. so, like, I didn't think it was certainly nudity in films doesn't bother me. And it, it's not, it's nothing that I really get too hung up on. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when they're like looking in the window at the girls, you know, locker room and stuff, I'm like, okay, whatever. Porky's blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. That's kind of funny, I guess. But the fact that we see her take her clothes off here was kind of upsetting. Like, yeah. we did not need to see that. Like, well, especially because of what it is. Right. Like, like we know what's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Like you, you could, I don't know, shoulders up. You could have showed her take. It could her have shirt stopped down. exactly as She's she does crying. a little. Like, right. That's what you should be watching her cry, not mm-hmm. like yeah, take it all off because I'm going to show this in this movie. Yeah. I don't know. It was a bit too much. I agree. I agree. <laughs> or you could have had sort of this tasteful angle of it so that you didn't have to actually see. Yeah. Her or, razor blades, I guess. <laughs> or have this guy like maybe it was because she was such a strangely willing participant i thought her attitude was so spunky throughout the rest of the movie i thought she was gonna like walk out and be like no you know that's what i wanted from her or have him sell it more like pretending Uh, that this is an actual audition for something Mm -hmm. but no 
the moment he's like, uh, yeah, you uh, take your shirt off. And the moment she's like, all right, I'll start to unbutton this. He's so in. And he's like, yeah, shit, she'll just do anything I say, I guess. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's so uncomfortable. I'm so glad those guys didn't make Barry Steenburgen do this in that dead uh, winter movie <laughs> where she sat on the couch. Like, that's what I was thinking of. She was on a couch and they just put a camera oh, on that's her. That's right. Their motives were even more terrible, though. They had killed someone. Go back and listen to our Dead of Winter episode. That was fun, too. <laughs> it's all a right. good one. Well, anyway, um, like Let's we've kind of gone through all the important things about this movie. I did just look at my notes for when that girl was uh, in the abortion place, and my notes literally say, what's happening? Who is she talking to? Is this yeah, my class? Why is there a mind nurse you. there? Wait, she's having an abortion? Those I are say- my notes for a scene in this movie. I did not know what was happening start to finish. Who is she talking to? Herself? No, a nurse? <laughs> she's pregnant? And again, there's a scene, a couple of, I think it's me, with the first year she gets in, there, she's part of this, this like weird jealousy with yeah. maybe a... Uh, Maybe Leroy likes her, yes. but no, Leroy kind of likes Coco, or Coco and Leroy might have a thing going on. We never then, see Coco and Leroy together, which no, I except did not when understand. There's this weird dance thing that they do when they're in dance class, and they're all talking, but they mm-hmm. still have to dance, and the yeah. girls are kind of fighting. They're doing right? like a and weird bickering. folk dance. Like yeah. they're, they're joining their hands up high and walking in a circle. And they're arguing. Because she's like, like Leroy's dance, yeah. spoken for. And I'm like, I haven't seen you two together at all in this movie. And again, I thought Leroy was like a friend to all. Yeah. The teachers. The, the, he's, the, he's ready to mingle. Yeah. He's yeah, said he's it. single and ready to mingle. Yeah. <laughs> he is. But he is Leroy. You can't. He's not a one woman man. No, he belongs to no one. Yet everyone at the same time. <laughs> um, she she brings the, the rich girl brings Leroy home to her rich parents or her stepmom. She does have this whole bad relationship with her stepmom. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, the, that's what I wonder. Yeah. Is this Leroy's baby? I, I don't oh, know. I, I think it's definitely Leroy's baby. I, but again, it's never expressly said. But then I want to see that. Like I want to see in the hospital scene when Leroy is yelling at the uh, teacher. I want the the rich girl to come out of another room looking oh sad God. because she just that had her so abortion great. and look up Wouldn't at Leroy and he's like, what's going on? And now Leroy's in the middle of two conflicts because he's got the conflict with the teacher. And I know. I know. <clears throat> Would have been so. It would be so great if a conflict and in then this a movie song. was resolved. And then they bust into song. Then Amazing. They sing, yes. Then they yeah. sing a song. Not just they all poof disappear because the three characters you just said mm-hmm. are not singing at the end of this. No, movie. they don't make it to the finale. They're they gone. don't make it. And, and like you said before, and like you're talking about right now, Leroy goes to visit his English teacher at the hospital where her husband appears to be dying mm-hmm. and she's crying. Yes, the hospital looks more like a courtroom, like oh, the outside of a courtroom. That it? is clearly like a law and order <laughs> set. Like that is, yeah. it is. She's like on a bench, not at all in like a hospital waiting room. Because you know they shot that abortion scene downstairs and was like, well, we can go upstairs. <laughs> I guess this is a... A hospital now. We've already established it in the right. last scene. Yeah. Right. But he goes in and yells at his English teacher. She's like, you should have thought about that before you failed for three years straight. And then he sits down and goes, so how's your old man doing? Yeah. End of Holds scene. Hand. Mm-hmm. End of scene. End of characters. Basically, end Bye, of Bye, Leroy. 
Yeah. Well, we do have the little bit. We do get to see, like you said, maybe almost too much of Ralph trying to yeah. make it. And then Ralph not having realizing that success isn't everything it's meant to be. Then he bombs and then oh he bombs God. with the redhead. It's, at the end of this scene, when, when Ralph is in the, I guess, uh, comedian's dressing room at the end. Of yeah. This, yeah. And the red haired kid comes in and they had this heart to heart. He looks in the mirror and he's like, yeah. You know what? I don't think this is for me. And you know what? The more I think about it, uh, Freddie Prince didn't want this either. Like, what? Yeah, you yeah. just changed your mind you about were just everything so sad. right mm-hmm. now. That's how quickly things turn. Oh my yeah, because then he's not in the finale either. No. <laughs> I don't know what. Well, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we get we get measured for our cap and gowns. <laughs> they just that's, have a giant ruler taped to the wall. Yep. And everybody that's how stands you get measured. there. Yep. Like, yeah, I guess you're that tall. Here's a cap and gown for Here's you. Here's a hat that'll fit you. They have to um, put hats on everybody's heads. And if they're too mm-hmm. big, you shake it off. It's uh, how performing arts gets their caps and gowns. I guess so. I guess. The final song, The Body Electric, I think is what it's called. I think. It's I not know. good. Just sing fame. Just sing yeah, fame. Exactly. That's what we all, all want to hear. It. You all dance to it. It was mm-hmm. great. Play it again. Who cares? I don't need to we'll hear, hear a different again. song. Yeah. The, see it live. I want to see it. Yeah. And that's and That's it. it. That's yeah. two hours and 15 minutes long. So what would you think? Was it great? Uh, well, as we talk about it, it makes me feel like I didn't like it so much. But I did. Oh, okay. There were moments enough that I liked it. I do wish mm-hmm. that I – I feel like if I had seen it in high school, like I said, when I was at the peak of my own little – Sure. You know, theater childhood. I think I would have like liked it a little more and maybe even gotten into the songs a little more. Maybe it's the songs felt dated to me now. I mean, I liked it enough to be engaged with it, watching it this time around. And there was enough parts of it that I found it to be a good enough movie. But I don't I'm not like, oh, yeah, fame. You know, no, I didn't love it. I gave it a mediocre thumb. Because okay, it's not like terrible. Sideways, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a side thing. Because it's not, I definitely see how it's not just terrible. Yeah. But I also didn't think it was amazing the way people think fame is amazing. It wasn't what I, and Debbie, don't what's her name? People the, do think it's amazing. I don't know. Is it the I mean, show it that's well, more amazing? I, I think it's probably more the show. Debbie I mean, Allen's did, it did in the show? Fine. It did fine in the in the you know in the. Well, what did you run, think of it? What did you I, think? I think I started with a sideways thumb, but the more I thought about it, the less I liked it. Yeah, I, I think that there were there were some good things. Like I said, the audition thing. If you folks, if you just want to watch the auditions, yeah, it's just the watch most that first part, yeah. part of this movie. If they took right. our notes about the characters, and then maybe maybe, what is yeah. your? You must have some kind of crazy. What's your recommendation? It's I almost want to crazy. watch a Felicity after watching Fame, just because that's not my recommendation. Movie? Well, no, because she goes to school in New York. I guess that's okay. really the only uh, relation, and it enough. goes through her whole career at school. No, I am a but big that's not my fan of the um, troubled students teacher movies, uh, like teacher getting sure. through to troubled students, and not the way that it was in class of 1984 where he murdered all the students. Okay, good. <laughs> More Thanks. of a, uh, let's say contemporary, like Dangerous Minds or a um, Stand and Deliver type movie. Sure. But I'm going to recommend uh, To Sir With Love 
from Ooh. 1967, where Sidney Poitier goes into uh, London, uh, the East End. I think it's the East End. It's like a bad area. And they're like a bunch of rotten, snot-nosed kids. And he goes in and connects with them. And it's super great. And it's one of the... I don't think it's the original one of those types of movies, but it's an older one, and um, I saw it not too long ago, maybe okay. a couple of years ago, for the first time. It's really good, so that's my recommendation. So it's good not that weird. Yeah. Not too, no, not too. Kind of still along the same lines. Yeah. I feel so, like I I brought this one up before. Did I ever talk about I'm Dying Up Here, the yes. TV show from Showtime? Yes, it's really good, and I've just read that it was canceled. That's why it hasn't come out with oh. a new one. Hmm. Yeah, and because you already recommended that, you'll just recommend Felicity too, and we'll just yeah. You know, there you go. It's just double. There you go. Double your pleasure. Double your fun. Um. So what are we going to talk about? Oh, it's it's my birthday pick, Jamie. A birthday it's pick. It's my birthday pick. Hey, hey, birthday pick. So do you know? Oh, I know. You gotta know. I know. I I went back and forth. Uh, I actually had this on my birthday shortlist for a while. I don't think I ever mentioned it, though. So it's not like a Howard the Duck. We had so much fun in our Patreon episode where we talked about Commando that I thought we can't only allow patrons to hear us talk about the wonderful work of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Why would we? And your wonderful impersonation. Yes, which I did not do enough on that episode. So I'm really going to have to work it out. Well, it's your birthday one. You should. Yeah. So we're going to do two birds with one stone here. We're going to do an Arnold movie, but we're also going to do another Stephen King movie because we're going to talk about The Running Man. Oh, boy. For the birthday. Enters a game show where you have to, like, American Gladiators type murder a bunch of superhuman monster people. Sounds intense. They're not really superhuman, but they have like cool body armor and stuff. So uh, that'll be our next movie. My birthday choice. Super fun. And boy, we're just getting into now we're off because it's my birthday right around the corners. October. Yeah. Then we have October. That's a hot month for us. Then, yep. Then what, what comes after October? Well, it's Sly's giving of course. So who yeah. knows what we're going to do for that? Then Coming we have December. I'm not sure if it's going to be a Billy December. It might be. We'll see. <laughs> so we have I all sorts of stuff of coming. Yeah. The, the last few months of the year, we're really ramping up here. So people can go to iTunes and give us a rating on iTunes, like a star oh, rating yeah. on iTunes. You should all do that. We don't mention that a lot, but if you haven't, helpful. just click on the number of stars. It should always be five that you would want to give us. And uh, it does help other people discover the show. So please do that. Uh, find please us do. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like we said, we have a Patreon, so patreon.com slash goodtimesgreatmovies. Go there. I was on a couple of podcasts, but you know what? I think this is going to come up before those, so no need to mention those. All right. Well, I'll that's great, them though. Them I love it. Out. When they come out, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, thank you so much for listening, and make sure you go watch The Running Man so you know what we're going to be talking about now. Yeah. Take care.
was young and single, and I loves the mingle. Oh, her name is Doris. Neither of us had it right. You said uh, Darcy. I said Dorothy. <laughs> it's Doris. 